Thanks, Blake. Let's begin in prayer. Okay. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, you are so good. You pour out your graces, and they are never ceasing. Thank you for this group of not just believers, but disciples that are in this room right now. <clears throat> Jesus, thank you for your call to me and, and to them, and for all of us responding to that call. <clears throat> Holy Spirit, come be in this room. Help me to be the instrument, to be your instrument, to feed and to tell the people in this room what you want them to hear. Bless us all tonight and ask all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, so as Blake um, mentioned, uh, my name is Thomas Lally. Um, I moved here to Lincoln four years ago. Um, my wife and um, at the time two children. We have four now. Um, so Margaret's the, Margaret's the oldest. She's going into fourth grade. She has three younger brothers. Um, and uh, we have another one on the way, expecting in January. Margaret so hopes for a sister. <laughs> um, but it's good that all of her, she has three brothers because she could not handle a sister getting into her things. She's, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Blake mentioned a little bit of my background. So before moving to Lincoln, um, moved here from Decorah, Iowa, which is in Northeast Iowa. Um, it's our Archdiocese of Dubuque. Um, and I worked for our parish there, it was St. Benedict's, St. Benedict Parish. Um, my job title was pastoral associate. Um, I worked primarily on discipleship and evangelization. Um, so that's how Blake got me to give this, to give this talk. <laughs> um, everybody in this, in this room is a disciple. You've all heard Jesus' call. You've all responded to that call just by being here. Um, so any one of you could give this talk. Um, so after last week, I figure I have to start with a dad joke. <laughs> a dad joke <laughs> after the other two dad jokes. Um, so as I started working at Emmaus, um, so going along with the biblical theme. Um, 
How does Moses take his tea? He brews it. <laughs> My wife actually fed me that one, so I was, I was asking her, I need something <laughs> last time. Um, so first of all, now it's useful to define what is a disciple. Um, so this is where I want some class participation. Okay, um, so what are some of the um, qualities that define a disciple? What, what does the life of a disciple look like? Um, I'm just going to write, write down your answers here. Follower. Follow. What, what about the habits of a disciple? What does what their life look like? What, um, what does a disciple do? Listener. This is what the catechism says about being a disciple. It says that 
disciple of Christ must not only keep the faith and live on it, but also profess it, confident, confidently bear witness to it and spread it. So through my, um, through my work at uh, my parish in Iowa, um, I worked with, uh, we worked in an organization called Evangelical Catholic, um, and we partnered with them, um, and what they did, um, they form parish leaders, um, who then, who then go out and form their own small groups, and then it kind of it multi multiplies from there. So um, there's so many different ways to go about describing a disciple, and we've come up with so many good ones. Um, they had a, um, one of their models that they use was this discipleship wheel. Um, and so I'm going to be talking about, um, I'm going to be using this as um, the focus for my, for my talk tonight. Um, so if we, if we look at this, um, anybody want to take a stab at what it looks like you know, to them? Um, Steering wheel, yeah. Um, anybody else? Yeah. Um, kind of looks like a monstrance um, with the host in the middle. And so in a sense, that's what, that's what we become when we live out a life of intentional discipleship. Um, and we become transparent. Um, and Jesus shines um, in the middle. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's like the goal of being a disciple is for us to for us to decrease and for Jesus to increase. Um, so let's dive in further. So the center is Jesus Christ. Um, this is from Galatians chapter 2. Says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Christ is the center of all reality. And so he must be the center of our lives. And when we, when we do it, our heart, that's where our, when our heart finds peace. Um, and once he has a central position, um, 
Jesus sets you on your journey of becoming like him. Uh, you put more and more trust in him, that his ways are the best for you, and then he will provide everything you need to live as he wants you to live. And we believe that this is the only way to true happiness. Okay, so let's, let's and it's the center, Jesus. And then the wheel is surrounded, so in the middle is Jesus, and then surrounding that is this ring of, and it says sacraments. And this is from Acts chapter 2. So those who received his word were baptized, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. The sacramental life draws us more closely into the life of Jesus. It makes us more united to Jesus. Um, we dive deeper into his life through his body and the church. So if the, if the church is the body of Christ, the mystical body, the sacraments most effectively carry the blood to its members. Thus the sacramental life is drawn in a circle around Jesus, the center of our life. When we approach the sacraments with open and prayerful hearts, We've, we give glory to God and receive the specific gift of that particular sacrament. In Mass, we partake in the body and blood of Jesus and reconciliation, ongoing conversion through the recognition and forgiveness of our sins. So it's a vertical axis. So it has, it has two axes, vertical and horizontal. So the vertical represents our relationship with God. Pointed directly to um, yeah, it represents our relationship with God. So first prayer, um, which So prayer is right here. And so from Philippians chapter 4, it says, Have no anxiety about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I mean, there's so many different ways to pray. Um, essentially, prayer is just a conversation with, with God. Um, 
and we meet God and experience his love. Um, and as followers of Jesus, we pray publicly when we attend Mass, uh, <clears throat> but also privately in our own rooms. Um, it's important to have that intimate personal prayer. <clears throat> um, daily personal conversational prayer is essential for, for fostering that relationship with Jesus. Um, I don't know if anybody knows the acronym ACTS, Adoration, Contrition, Thanksgiving, Supplication. Um, that's a very useful um, and fruitful way um, to pray. Um, and, and that's, that's what I do. Um, um, often when I, when I go to adoration, you know, we, we start with the adoration and then, um, and then see contrition, um, asking God or asking God for forgiveness for any times that, um, that I've, um, done anything to hurt, to hurt my relationship with him. And then Thanksgiving, giving thanks for all the blessings in my life. And then supplication is um, uh, asking for prayers for other people. And then scripture. So that's one of the other parts of the vertical axis, which is prayer and scripture together so Psalm 119 it says thy word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path God commutes, co communicates with us in many ways um, but his primary way that he communicates us is with his word scripture um, when we read and meditate on his word with the help of the Holy Spirit, we get to know him more and become closer to him. The teachings of the church help guide us as we grow in this knowledge and assist us to live as Christ taught. So next is the, is the horizontal axis. So there's community and evangelization. And the horizontal axis um, is, defines re relationship with, with other members of the church, members of other people. So vertical is relationship with God and horizontal is with member, um, relationship with members of the body of Christ. Um, so first community. So from Matthew 18, for where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there in the midst of them. I'll, I'll speak on this personally. Um, five years, so we moved here four years ago. 
five years ago, um, Mary and I discerned, discerned that we needed some, some change in our lives. You know, we, we just felt um, unrest. Um, and uh, what that unrest we discern it to be is wanting to live in a place with a community of not just believers, but disciples to grow with, to walk with, to help challenge us. Um, and so we purposely moved here for, for the Diocese of Lincoln. You know, we didn't have to, we didn't have to move here. It wasn't for a job. Um, it, we chose to live here. Um, it's been the best decision of our life. Um, yeah, being in this room right now, I have to pinch myself. Um, and uh, being in adoration right now. <clears throat> I was thinking of, uh, that's, what was, that's what was coming to me, was um, just how good God is for um, Putting this community of disciples in, in my life. Um, who have been with our family through through good times and bad times. Um, and uh, yeah, so this community has been so huge in my life. Um, yeah. So community goes along, <clears throat> evangelization goes along with community. To evangelize You have to be a disciple. To, to evangelize effectively, your, your life um, you know, the, the life of a disciple is just attractive to people. Um, when you live in God's love, you're 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 just you're just you're just different. Um, so from Romans chapter one, <clears throat> it says, "For I am not ashamed of the gospel; it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who has faith, to the Jew first and also to the Greek." <clears throat> um, fear 
I think is um, fear is one of the primary tools of the devil. Um, um, so, <clears throat> and we have to have courage to. Um, to be who you know, to be who we are, we can't, we can't, we can't hide um, um, that we're Catholic, that we're disciples. Um, yeah, we, we can't, we can't let, we can't let fear, we can't let the devil get his way. You know, we need to ask God for courage to. Um, yeah, to just stand up for our faith. So this outer room, this outer circle, stands for obedience, obedience to Christ and his church. So John chapter 14, um, from Jesus' farewell discourse, which I had the pleasure of um, taking a class from Vern Steiner on this, um, which is so fruitful. It says, he who has my commandments and keeps them, this is Jesus is talking, he it is who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him, and manifest myself to him. So, obedience to Christ and his church holds this all together. Um, and, and mobilizes us for mission. Um, you know, God gives us scriptures, the scriptures, the church, um, and the Holy Spirit to know how best to follow him. And we just need to be obedient. Um, you know, oh, <laughs> obedience is hard. Really hard. Um, but Jesus... Once, he wants the best for all of us. Um, um, so he has some tough things sometimes. Um, but it, it, if we're obedient, it, it works out for our good 100% of the time. Um, so I have... Another handout. Reflection questions for ourselves to do. 
this will just take uh, 10 minutes um, to reflect on these ourselves. Um, and then after that, I'll wrap things up. Yeah, it looks like most most people are done. <clears throat> Thank you for being here. Um, let's, just, let's just close in prayer. In the Father, and in the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> Good and gracious God, <clears throat> thank you for this time that we have spent here together. Jesus, thank you for being present in the Eucharist and being available to us tonight to adore you. Bless everyone in this room. Um, as we go forth, help us to live a life of intentional discipleship Be with us during those tough times. Help us to be obedient to what you're asking us to do and help us to discern your will. Ask all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks, everyone.